Hey everyone, and welcome to the second Between the Issues episode of 2023. I'm Andrea Santo-Domingo, and I'm here joined by Zachary Stair. For those of you who don't know, SF State Journalism's department hosts two student-operated publications, The Express Magazine and The Golden Gate Express Newspaper. Yeah, we both have our own newsrooms and staff, but after 20 years of coexistence, we decided to come together to discuss some of our favorite stories and get you excited about what we have coming. Honestly, it's crazy to think that we're halfway through the semester. We're basically through the first week of spring break, and now graduation is less than two months away. It's gone by so fast, and both publications still have a lot of work ahead to wrap up the spring semester. But we want to take some time to reflect and appreciate the work the staff has put out so far. There's so many trees falling on campus. GGX had a couple of stories done this semester about trees, but wow. The most recent story, a large tree falls down on a maintenance vehicle as it attends to other fallen trees, done by Letty Luna, really had me on guard for other trees on campus. No, literally trees are falling left and right. My thing is, I wonder what SF State has planned for all the missing trees. But I do want to talk about something about the story. Our feature photo was actually done by another journalism student, Dan Hernandez, who's actually not on staff. But luckily he was on the scene and he was able to capture that really sick photo of the tree that just fell on the car. It's like, that's crazy that happened. I know. Call that breaking. Let's call that breaking. A breaking tree, I guess. (laughs) And something that we noticed that associate professor of the climate science, Alexander Stein, was out on the scene with his research group collecting specimens. Stein students were able to find that the 100-year-old Monterey trees were falling due to the heavy rain on the soil. So students, be aware of your surroundings and be careful out there. When you think about it, we got to keep on guard. And let's talk about the students that are keeping guard on the basketball team. Let's talk about SF State sports. We have sports here at SF State? Yeah, you don't know? We literally have the first episode of the Chompod. It's back after two years. Student reporter Armand Archuniani and Jack Davies talk about local sports how SF State Sports is doing, and they also interview senior forward Eche Okeke and is beginning in sports in the fourth grade to now being awarded the all-CCAA honors. Wow. I'm glad GGX is amping up coverage of sports on campus. I know for myself, I'm definitely not in the loop when it comes to SF State Sports. Honestly, I think it's great for students like yourself who may not know about SF State Sports. So that way the Pot is back and we can share that wide range of coverage for our athletes and our students. So now let's talk about the other side of the room. The PDF for Express Magazine has been out for over a week now, and Express has posted some of the stories on the website. I just want to know, Zach, how do you feel about them? Let's talk about the recent cover of SF Spidey, and now we can talk about some of your favorites. Yeah, so I feel really good about this issue. I feel like we didn't even have time to really celebrate the last, the first issue that is in print. You can catch it at any of the boxes on campus or the library or Cesar Chavez Center. But I think the stories this issue definitely some of them are more text heavy and while we have some nice kind of picture-esque stories we also have some more in-depth stories that talk about you know student equity that also talk about where our money is going for from our fees to our tuition so I think this issue kind of stepped it up in, as far as the reporting this semester definitely and I think um, starting off with your dyslexia in higher education story I love what y'all did on the social media about doing a little poll, seeing if people know what it's like to have dyslexia, especially in higher education. Yeah, this story for me was painstaking. I also did like kind of a first person part in there, which for traditional journalism is not really what you see often. And it's kind of seen as just like not real journalism. But I thought, 
you know, I'm somebody with dyslexia myself. And I just felt like a big part of the story was that a dyslexic person is telling the story. And I felt to my sources, that was one of the big things to build that trust was letting them know that I also have dyslexia. But I think in general, people don't really think about dyslexia other than Bella Thorne and that one commercial she had for Disney. And they kind of just, you know, make that joke, but it's a real thing. And it does impact like a lot of people's lives. And there's probably a lot of people you know, but you just don't know they have dyslexia. And so I thought my story just did a really good job of firstly telling stories of students with dyslexia, what they go through, you know, even before getting to college, and then also looking at the support system that we have at SF State to support students with dyslexia, where they can go to seek out help and find other resources. And, you know, just taking a big look at that, I also, you know, interviewed this researcher from the UK about the work she's doing that looks at dyslexia from like a bigger standpoint. They help with like the development of our species and advancement, you know, just because certain dyslexic people have a different way of looking at things. They might do an untraditional approach, which is sometimes needed to you know, advance things further. And I really hope just people can read that story. And even if they might not have dyslexia, whatever, like, you know, mental disability or difference they have, just see themselves in the story and know that they're not alone. You should be able to be open about what you struggle with and where you need help. And I think you did an amazing job kind of detailing each and every aspect of this. And you have some really good sources here. And I think it's an important subject that people should talk about and also learn more about. And I think it's something that should be discussed and also higher education, also in just the education system in general. So I think you did a great job. Thank you. And I think something that I really enjoyed about this issue is that front cover by Leilani Shikotenkat. Let's talk about that. SF State Spidey made the front cover for our diversity editor's story. Sierra Oakley wrote this one into the SF State Spider-Verse. And I thought this was just a very like kind of fun story. We've had the original SF State Spidey on a podcast before. We've also like, you know, had many stories that have to do with like protests on campus usually have him somewhere in there because that's where he usually shows up. But I thought this story did like a really good kind of more of an in-depth thing on actually looking at them as a group and as individuals as well and what they really do for the school what their motivations are I feel like Sierra did a really good job at just kind of exploring the why they choose to dress up why they choose to adorn the Spider-Man costume and I think it honestly it's really great that we have a group like this on campus because this is something that you typically would see on social media but knowing that this is like on our campus and that there's students around doing such cool things such as like the Spideyverse I think it's a great opportunity to build school spirit. Additionally, EIC applications are coming up. They'll be sent out this week with the deadline to apply being Monday, April 10th, 5 p.m. It should be fun to see who is going to be running for EIC for fall 2023. Looks like I'll see you there. (laughs) Next for our staff spotlight, we will be having Daniel Hernandez, Express Magazine's design editor. He will be talking about how it was creating the layout for the first two issues and where he wants to take his skills in the future. Support Express Publications by signing up for our newsletter, following us on social media at GGX News and at Express Magazine, visiting our website at GoldenGateExpress.org and ExpressMagazine.org. Interested in advertising with Express or Golden Gate Express? Check out our advertising page at GoldenGateExpress.org slash advertising or you can send us mail address to the golden gate express or express magazine at 1600 holloway avenue san francisco california 94132
Hi, Daniel. How's it going? It's going good. Thank you for having me. Thank you, guys. All right. So just to get started, um, talk about your role at Express. Uh, well, my role at Express, I'm the design editor. Um, so basically, I'm in charge of the look of the magazine uh, in terms of like the actual like print edition. So I basically focus on just laying out the designs, working on InDesign, putting everything together to look good alongside uh, my design assistant. I know last semester you were on Express as the design assistant. How has coming into the you know design editor changed and do you like it better? Yeah, so when I was des uh, design assistant last semester, I think I was really able to see how a magazine works and it gave me a good idea of like how I would visualize a magazine because I came from a newspaper design world um, back at my community college. I just focused on laying out the newspaper and in that kind of world, you want to fill up as much as the page as possible. And there's no such thing as leaving open space and you're not supposed to be too creative. So then when I transitioned to being the design assistant, I was actually able to see, okay, this is what people want. This is what people, you know, this is what would be really beautiful to see. And then coming in now as the design editor, I'm able to flesh out my own vision that I've had for the magazine ever since last semester. So you mentioned that you transitioned from newspaper design to now magazine design. How did you get into magazine design in general? Uh, so for that, I think it just kind of fell into the kind of work that I love to do. When I was 17, 18 years old, I like picked up a camera and then I was just really into uh, photography and really into video editing. And then I started kind of getting these like ideas in my head where I wanted to do something with my photo. I wanted to kind of make it stand out more, pop out more. And then I kind of started teaching myself uh, Photoshop. So out of nowhere, I kind of ended up in a newsroom at my community college. And then from there, they were just like, they, are, they started telling me, he's like, you need to learn InDesign because we need someone that can lay out your stories. It's just, I've always wanted, I've always had like a big like visualization kind of background when it came to storytelling or when it came to kind of making uh, graphic designs or anything. So for me, I just kind of ended up falling into this world of like, you know, learning not only journalism and learning how to write and learning how to do photos and all this stuff, but I also kind of learned the the layout perspective just because I like doing entire projects and not just just focusing on one aspect of journalism. But what are some of the high, behind the scenes things that like listeners might not know about the design process? I think it's just all of the thought that goes into it. It's not like, you know, when I show my friends the magazine and I show them, you know, this is what I've done. This is what it looks like. They kind of look at it and they're just like, whatever, just because, you know, it, it looks like it's supposed to. It looks like uh, it's a magazine. Like when you want to edit something or when you design something, you want to make it look like nobody touched it. You know, when you start noticing the designs and you start noticing the edits, that's when you failed as a editor designer. So for I think when it comes to the background or the, the behind the scenes of being a design editor, I think a lot of thought goes into making sure that there are no kind of visual mistakes. You're not taken out of the page. And I think we you know, I can still say like we failed a couple of times, but luckily I don't think anybody's really like noticed it or nobody's really like said like this is a horrible design it's more just little tiny things for me i'm just really happy to know that we're not making jarring mistakes and so you mentioned that you did fail in some of the process could you talk about like what's your most favorite part of designing and like the stressful parts about it my favorite part personally be 
kind of show everybody like the final parts of it put it all out there at the end of the like after deadline and people come back to me in the newsroom and they're like or not even in the newsroom like I've had today just someone in a different class kind of come up to me and they're like yo I just saw that magazine that you guys put up online that was amazing I'm loving this magazine and I was like oh I didn't like I didn't expect you to actually look at it but you looked at it you enjoyed it and they actually point out the design the the aesthetic you know they go like it's a vibe and I'm like oh nice perfect so I think that'd be my favorite part just the the getting the feedback but my least favorite part definitely would be kind of being in that situation where the same way writers get writer's block um designers get design block you look at a story and you immediately get inspired and you're just like I know exactly what I want to do with this and then with some stories like I just wish I was inspired and I just wish that I had that feeling every single time and then but sometimes I just don't and it gets frustrating because I don't want to resort back to a previous design I don't want to resort back to doing something that's kind of been done before on the magazine like you know look wise but sometimes I'm just on deadline so I have to just kind of deciding and go you know what I need to just put this on paper I just need to be done with it and uh, send it in because we don't have time for me to spend another six hours for me to figure out and brainstorm and kill myself over this. Yeah, I totally get that. After you graduate, after you get your degree, um, what does your career look like? Is there a future in design for you after you're done here at State? I would love for there to be some sort of design uh, after State. I think for me, it just I want to be more of a reporter. Personally, I want to go out and I want to be able to tell stories, but I don't think I'll ever be satisfied with just storytelling. I think I'm going to have to find something that gives me that ability to go out, report and, you know, report, interview people, kind of be able to um, see someone's lived experience and then come back in, write it, you know, or edit it or do some sort of video but then also kind of find a way for me to, you know, be part of that final process and say, like, you know, I don't want to just kind of move on after uh, I'd finished taking photos or finished taking, um, what's it called, finished writing the story. I want to actually be part of that process that allows me to design or come up with some way to kind of get it out to the world. And I want to be able to get that sort of feedback with everything and just kind of say like I had a hand in every single part of this process so I don't know what it is for me yet I mean I'd really like to be some sort of like jack of all trades like a, a kind of Swiss army knife kind of reporter where I'm able to do a little bit of everything but I haven't thought about it too far just because I'm not close to I'm not close to graduating yet I still got another year and a half but I mean if anybody's out there that knows of you know, some sort of job that I can do everything, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> and so now that you're halfway through your um, education journey, going into this like field, what would be some advice you'd want to give to other students? Uh, in terms of like advice, I would say just start doing anything, you know, just start, start learning Photoshop. Or if you can't even learn Photoshop, you know, if you don't have the time, don't have the money, don't have anything, then work on Canva or start drawing or for me like I'm not a drawer at all but like I really love working with graphic designs or I love 
looking at photos. I like looking at designs. So I just try to keep in tabs constantly with the design world, even though I'm, you know, I don't want to be a, a full-time forever designer. But I always like to keep tabs with it because you never know when, like, when it'll be useful one day. And it's definitely saved me a couple times. Like when I've had just random jobs come up uh, and that were offered to me, it's like, oh yeah, I do have some design experience and I'm actually able to, you know, just do this for you. Um, and in that kind of aspect, I've, I feel like all people, everybody should just kind of start figuring out their creative side in some sense. I think that's great advice. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, I need to get on Photoshop. <laughs> get on Canva. Yeah. Canva for me, I think, I think people don't uh, take into consideration how amazing Canva is and how like time saving it is and how my like I've had friends where they want to start up their YouTube channels. They want to start up kind of doing their own newsletters just because they feel like they want to grow in life. And then for them, you know, they, they ask me, it's like, oh, can you design me something on Photoshop? And I'm like, no, just open up Canva, do it yourself. And then they come back. The product looks amazing. I'm like, mm, perfect. Free. It was free. It was easy. Took you 10 minutes. Got it. <laughs> nice. Thank you so much, Daniel, for coming on the pod today. Where can listeners find you? Uh, you can find me uh, at DB9 Productions on Instagram and on Twitter. And then you can always pick up a magazine. Uh, please look at Sydney and I's designs. I think we did an incredible job for the first issue and for the second issue so shout out to her for all of the help and i think that'd be the best way you can check out what we do cool thank you so much and thank you for coming thank you thanks for tuning in you've been listening to between the issues i'm andrea santa domingo and i'm zachary stair be on the lookout for express magazine's third issue of this semester online and in print until next time later between the issues.